Hello, my friends. I'm so excited that you're here today. So last week, we dove into getting the things that we want and all about the energetic shift that we need to make in order to be ready to welcome those things in. And so if you haven't, go back and catch that episode for sure. But there are some other ways that we can increase the speed at which we actually get those things that we've been dreaming of. And so today we're going to talk about a flipped the script way of thinking or a concept that is perfectly complementary to that last episode and how to do it for yourself. And so in this episode, we're talking about what that flip the script way of thinking we need to adopt is, what we can do on a practical level to reach our goals faster, and how we can make our success inevitable. Let's do this. Welcome to the Deliciously Alive podcast, where we explore what's possible when we allow ourselves the full human experience. My name is Sarah Campbell, and I'm your host. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing real and actionable insights on how to tap into your desires, feel truly alive, adventurous, and inspired to take action. I believe to my core that a vibrant, radiant, delicious life is possible for you. So pull up a comfy seat or join me on your favorite walk and we'll take this wild, messy, brilliant journey to living a life that lights us up together. Okay, so you've worked through some of the messy bits we talked about in the reinvention episode, which is two weeks ago, episode 13, I believe, yes. And you've dreamed up what's possible for you. And so part of that is really, you know, you're going through this going within process where you're sorting out what your belief system is, what you're starting to kickstart that imagination again and and dream up what it is that you can actually go for in your life. And so maybe it's a new career or an incredible relationship a health and wellness overhaul, whatever that means for you. And you know now about what you need to open up some energetic space for those cool new things. And that's in episode 14. So again, if you haven't caught it, definitely go back and check it out because I didn't actually plan it this way, but episodes 13, 14, and then this one are really talking about the same thing, but just in the different angles that we need to absorb it or different messages we need to hear about a really similar concept so that we can truly have what we need in order to get the things we want. And so on a practical level, we're going to talk about today on a practical level, are there any things that you can do to get there faster? And the answer is yes. So You see, most of what you'll hear, and I am, I mean, I have spent years project managing teams and projects, and so I'm going to be right there saying this as well, but most of what you'll hear around is to identify your goal, chunk it up, and piece by piece go after it. And this is 100% true, but there's something else that can help us here. And there's an extra layer that I want to make sure that we don't forget because it's really integral to the speed and the momentum at which we we move after these these goals or these things that we set out for ourselves. And so it's this. Who do you need to be 
in order for this future you're desiring to come to place. And so it's not as much about what you do, and that's still important, but it, today we're talking about it's not as much what you do, but it's who you have to be. And I actually did this exercise on myself to see what the shift would be. And so I'll share that experience with you to give you a little context. So my mission over this next 10 years, and I'm looking out with a farther vantage point than I have before, and it's been really incredible because it's given me, it's given me the ability to see things as possibilities, whereas when you're looking at making a, a goal over three months, six months, and I still do those, but when you're looking at making a goal over those shorter timeframes, it reduces your ability to see something as actually possible. Now, we do still trick our brains, and I think I forget the quote, but it's something like we we underestimate what we can get done in 10 years and we overestimate what we can get done in a year. And so I think there's a, a bit of a mind there's a bit of a mind bend that we're doing there because we do, and I know I am overly optimistic as to what I can get done in a short time. But when I started looking at these longer timeframes, it really allowed me to shift into more of a strategic, intentional way of thinking. And so I encourage you to, th to do the same. But my mission over this next 10 years, or my vision, I guess, is to reach and impact 1 million growth-minded, incredible humans with these messages and help them reinvent and transform their lives beyond what they thought was possible. And so in order to do that, I decided that a podcast was going to be my first area of focus. It not only could I reach millions with this platform, I knew that that was possible because I, I know people who have done it. So I can see that it's possible, but I truly love doing it. And it's some, it's a, a place that I love to spend my time. I love being here with you. I love sharing what I, the experiences I've gone through. I love that possibly this could give you a hand up, skip the, skip the line on some of the stuff that I have um, learned the hard way. And so. I started with this podcast. And so what did I do? I made a list of all the things that I needed to do in order to make this podcast a reality. And the result, this baby podcast was able to rank as number 11 in Canada for personal podcasts, personal development podcasts right out of the gate. And with already hundreds and closing in on getting into the thousands of listens for just the few episodes that we have this far. And so imagine that 10 years from now. But here's where the gasoline on the fire comes into play. There were a ton of practical things that I had to do. I had to get cover art, write and record an intro, and the list goes on. But when it comes to that big goal of mine, that vision of reaching 1 million people, it's going to take more than just doing the functional tasks in putting out episodes to really get the momentum to get there. It's going to require me to be a woman who reaches 1 million people with her message. And so when you think about it that way, what other actions beyond the functional day-to-day -day task to-dos need to happen for me to achieve this goal of mine? For me, and this will look different based on 
the goals that you set out for yourself. But when it came time to looking at this podcast and who I needed to be, I need to be a woman who is incredibly intentional, strategic, and prioritizes her time. So I hired a podcast manager. I need to be a woman who has mental white space to create thoughtful and valuable content for you. So I limited the hours that I would commit to working so that I could still create impact at work. I love what I do and pay the bills while not overbooking myself and leaving no time for my personal priorities, which are, you know, focused on more than just work, on legacy, on creating contribution. And what's, that's what this is for. And so I need to also be a woman who has energy and feels good in her skin. And so I started hiking most mornings again and getting my nails done again. But the truth is, these things aren't technically on the list of things necessary to create and grow a podcast. They're not out. They weren't on my launch, you know, to-do list. Or if you if you got a to-do list to launch a podcast from anybody, you're not going to see get your nails done or go for a hike on there. And looking at this podcast at face value, it would be easy to stay in to-do list mode, maintain the comfort, keep myself busy with that to-do list, with a hobby project that may or may not result in the outcome that I'm trying to achieve. But I am not interested in gambling with my success. I have zero doubt that I'll reach my goal. Honestly, I think I'll even do it faster because I'm incredibly committed and determined and welcoming failure as fast as I possibly can so that my inner imposter doesn't stand a chance. But it's because I've already thought through who I need to be, how I need to show up in order to get there. And that doesn't mean that we won't fall on our faces a hundred plus times in getting there. I, we for sure will. And it doesn't mean that we'll feel inspired every time we have to do something that's important to get that goal. I do not want to go hiking sometimes. I don't want to record podcast episodes sometimes. But do you think I let myself off the hook? No, because the most important promise that I can make is to myself. And I've not always been that way. And honestly, I still struggle with overcommitting and pushing my own needs to the bottom or feeling a lack of motivation and not doing the thing. I am guilty, hands up, raised, I am there. But the more and more I've realized that if I don't have my own back, really, what can I expect? And that may seem harsh, but wouldn't you rather bet on yourself and know with 100% certainty that you can achieve anything that you set your mind to? I know I would. So let's bring this back full circle. We've talked about flipping the script and thinking about not only what do we have to do to reach our goals, but who do we have to be? And this honestly is the key to pouring that gas on the fire I mentioned and getting the momentum that we need to get in order to get there faster. And going back to the reference of last week's episode, we truly can make our success inevitable in whatever we're working on because the energy that we embody when we are being the person who has already achieved the things that we desire is the secret to getting it. It's not doing, doing, doing so we can be that person or have those things. It's being that person before we've attained that level of success. And as a result, we step into that level of success with more ease 
and faster because we've honestly conditioned and prepped ourselves to be there. So this exercise in exploring who you need to be may just be the thing that you've been missing in order to take it to the next level. And I know that this may feel like a bit of a mind bend. For me, it was at first, but then once I actually solidified it in my brain, I was like, oh, that's it. Obviously, it makes so much sense. But the faster, so the faster that you get this, the faster you'll get what you're desiring. That I know for sure. So who do you need to be in order to have a marriage full of fun and adventure? Who do you need to be in order to have a financial emergency fund that gives you comfort and security? Who do you need to be in order to have that dream career that lights you up every day? And so often the answers that we're looking for are just found in asking a different question. And so here's my challenge for you today. It's to revisit your goal or the thing that you're working on right now and ask yourself, who do I need to be? How do I need to show up and take action on that? And until next time, take care. And I can't wait to spend time with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Deliciously Alive podcast with me today. We hope it brought value to you and created a bit of inspiration and encouragement that will move you into action. For more, you can head on over to deliciouslyalive.com forward slash guide to get our free resource guide that will show you actionable ways to live an incredible life, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know who would love it too, or leave a rating and review. It means the world to us and gives us feedback on what to do more of. That's all for this episode. So till next time, stay curious, be brave, and take inspired action toward that delicious life meant especially for you.